Hi, welcome back to Housefly with John Strout and Wally Conway from Home Pro Inspections. Uh, he's based out of Florida. Uh, he has his own company. He has a lot of inspectors and a whole crap load of experience. So today we're going to be talking about pre-market inspections or pre-listing inspections. First, I want to introduce who you are, Wally, and, and, and why, why should people listen to you? Well, uh, they'll make that decision after they listen for a minute or two, but the, the short version, I, I was a Navy pilot in a previous life and became a home inspector in 1994. We've been in about 40,000 houses in those years, and we presently have a staff of about 24 people, and our whole focus has been on education, educating our staff, educating an agent population in our area. I'm a GRI instructor. I serve on the staff of Florida Realtors and ultimately educating the homeowner at the time of home buying. Yep, very good. See, told you, already a wealth of knowledge and we haven't even get, really got started yet. So tell me uh, a, a little bit about like, what is your, do you have a, a morning routine that helps you get going and helps you get energized and, and ready for the day or? I do everything by routine. And because I do things Perfect. by routine, that gives me flexibility. Most people shun routines as restrictive but if we have a routine to get done all the things we need to get done for first and foremost for ourselves for our physical wellness for our mental wellness for our families and whatnot the business fills in just fine and it goes well so my day starts every day at five o'clock i'm up i go to the potty then i'm out of the house i work out until about six come back in kiss the wife have a cup of coffee and and then I, I start engaging in think time. I have an hour of think time every morning on my schedule where I can focus on what's important to me, what's important to the company, what's important to others before I begin to engage with the world. That's interesting. Have you ever heard of the Miracle Morning? I have, absolutely. Read it, live by it. Yep, that's, that's what I do too. I like that because I, I figured your, your collective time was kind of like the silence or meditation, whatever, yes. uh, whatever he says. Yeah, I really, I really like that. It helps you kind of focus a lot. Um, what, helps you, what helps you deal with uh, distractions throughout the day? Uh, keep the door closed. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan <laughs> of uh, Gary Keller in, in The One Thing. I was actually a trainer for them, a One Thing certified trainer. But uh, Gary would say, build a bunker. So right now I'm in my office, the door's closed, the phone's off, no one can get to me, no one can get near me. I am with no other one than you. I do that in my business life, I do that in my personal life. So it's uh, not succumbing to the distractions. It takes a little discipline, it takes teaching people that you're not to be disturbed, but uh, with time you'll get there. Yeah, that's, that's a good, uh, good tip for us. Uh, a lot of times we get distracted with all the other things that come at us, uh, especially with me. I think my, my kryptonite is probably social media. So it's hard to turn that off and try to focus in. However, I'm here. I'm present. I'm ready. Right. Be where you are, John. Yeah. That's it. Um, so let's, let's jump right into the meat and potatoes here. So we want to talk about pre-listing inspections and why that is important to realtors and clients and the potential buyer. Um, why, should a, why should anybody have a pre-listing inspection? Well, let's first talk about what real estate professionals hate about home inspecting. Great. And it really comes down to this. They, they show a home, 
the buyer and seller negotiate back and forth and agree to a home and along comes a home inspector and it disrupts the flow. There are very few other industries where you negotiate and then test drive. But for some oddball reason in the real estate world, we look at the home, negotiate back and forth, make all these concessions. We've got a ratified contract and then we do our due diligence. Mm -hmm. yep. So the, the, the wiser person would, would acknowledge that in any transaction, the person bringing information into the transaction is in control, even if the information is derogatory. When we look to the traditional scenario, the buyer brings in an inspector, they bring this new piece of information and they're now in control. Mm -hmm. So by using the pre-listing inspection, the seller and often the agent quite truthfully makes a very, very small investment in due diligence to put them back in control. Mm -hmm. The data from Zillow, the data from NAR would say that homes that are inspected at the time they go on the market sell for more money in less times and more likely to be an as-is sale without a repair request. That is what every agent says they want. There's a clear and specific path to that, which is the pre-listing inspection. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I wrote down some other bargaining notes like you put the, the the bargaining into the hands of the owner as opposed to the, the the buyer because then they're already prepared right that's right so i want you to imagine that there's a, a home in your in your market area where god looked down not some appraiser god actually said this okay said this home in its present condition is worth two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. god also looked down not some knucklehead home inspector it was god mm -hmm. He said, the home is worth $250,000 and it has these 10 imperfections. Now, those 10 imperfections will impact the price that a buyer is willing to pay. But presently, nobody knows what those are, right? right. So a willing and able buyer comes along and says, I love your home, John. I want to give you $250,000 for your home subject to inspection. Well, in the history of real estate, there's never been a price increase after the inspection. Hmm. It's always been a decrease or some other, right? That's a very so good point. by yeah. having the home inspection done at the time of listing, that lets the seller and the listing agent say, my home, I want $250,000 for it, respecting it has 10 imperfections upon which we based its price and value. Then the buyer says, oh, okay, well, I thought your home was worth 250,000 and five of these things make no difference to me, but these two things right here, would you fix those? And the hmm. seller went, no, but I'll tell you what, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll just make a $5,000 concession. Mm -hmm. Now it's 245 and everybody agrees to it and we're done. Mm -hmm. Had the home inspector found the 10 things, the buyer then says, well, I thought it was 250. Now I've got 10 things to deal with. That surprised me. That scares me. That upsets me. Now I want to give you two thirty. Right. I'll tell you another thing. In, in the history of real estate, there's never been a home inspection after which the price went up. Mm -hmm. In the history of real estate, there's never been a home inspection that cost more than the lowest concession ever made. So let's say the home inspection is going to be five hundred bucks, just to make my math easy. Yep. There was no home inspection in this scenario. Now, the buyer and seller agreed it's going to be $250,000 subject to inspection. 
They have an inspection. Has there ever been a concession of 500 bucks? Never. Never. Nope. The buyer's always asking for somewhere between two and 10%. Hmm. The cheapest money you can spend is pre-listing money. Yep. Believe it or not, John, we have agents who fund pre-listing inspections. And they do that because they're cheaper than Zillow leads. <laughs> and it only goes to one person. So imagine your home is for sale and you're going to interview three agents, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll also make believe that 6% is about the normal listing percentage in your neighborhood. Okay. It could be a little more, it could be less. We'll just use six. Yep. So you as the home buyer or home seller, rather, you listen to the pitch from three agents and they all sound the same. Oh, I'm from company this and we're good this way. And I, I do the, you know, to the customer, it all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. And the instant it all sounds the same, the only way they can differentiate is price. So they say, you know, I like what you said at 6%. But how about five? How about four? How about three? How about two? Hmm. How about one? Well, a 1% concession in the listing at $250,000 is 2,500 bucks. But imagine one of those agents said, I understand that you netting the largest amount of money is the most important thing. It's also the most important thing to me. And what we've discovered, this is now the listing agent speaking before they even have the listing. Mm-hmm. What we've discovered, the data supports that homes inspected at the time of listing sell for more money in less time and are more likely to be sold as is without repair. That is what you want. Yes? Yes. 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 Well, <laughs> I happen to know that you'll be speaking with multiple agents. And all of our presentations sound kind of similar. They tell you about our great company. They tell you about the MLS. They tell you all these things, but they're either sort of the same or they don't seem to matter much. Mm -hmm. You've invested a lot of money in your home. I'd like to invest in that with you because ultimately if our interests are aligned, you netting the most amount of money is what's important to both of us, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Hard yes. (laughs) So what I'm going to do, John, if you'll list with me today, I'm going to pay for the best home inspection company I can find to come out and inspect your home. And I'm going to do that because I don't want surprises any more than you do. Mm-hmm. We want to know what the buyer could possibly object to or possibly look for a concession, repair, a reduction, a replacement. We want to know all that up front because that's going to put you and me in charge. And when we're in charge, that puts us in the best position to net both of us the largest amount of money. Win-win. Is it okay if I invest with you and I fund this? 500 bucks. It's a quarter percent, an eighth of a percent. It's cheap. I, and, and I ask this to agents all the time. I, I would ask the question, John, in your market, what's your average commission? Let's just make believe they said $5,000. Mm-hmm. Most markets more than that, but just make believe it was five. And I would say, John, my favorite real estate agent, how many times could you give me $500 for a home inspection and you got a $5,000 commission check in less time without repairs, by the way? Yep. How many times could you exchange $500 or $5,000 before you ran out of money? <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> no, John, it's not 10. You'll never run out of money. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. You gave five? 
You got five thousand. You've netted forty-five hundred. Mm-hmm. Now you got forty-five hundred. You gave me five. You netted another forty-five hundred. Oh, now I you see. Got nine. Yep. It, so essentially, you're you're priming a pump to differentiate yourself from every agent in your marketplace, mm-hmm. and in a way that just attracts buyers like crazy or sellers like crazy because they're like everyone else may be promises and this one agent they're truly investing now i know agents say oh i invest in the marketing i do this i do that but it sounds like what everybody else does yep be in control pre-listing inspection puts you in control and then they we have other agents that yes they'll prime the pump with that 500 bucks and then they say john john you're the seller now you know, I'm going to front this money. Would it be okay if at closing I got it back and you're back to neutral? I'm like, mm. sure, that seems fair. Yeah. So as the agents get good at this conversation, they're really good at it. The seller is going to pay for the inspection. At the next level of good, the agent pays for it and gets it back at closing. And at the lowest level of good, the agent pays for it. And you've just got more listings that sold faster for more money without repairs. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. That's why. (laughs) How do you combat the waiving inspections now? Because it tends to, I mean, it's, it's changing back more towards normal. That's interesting. That's interesting. Waiving the inspection is probably the most foolish recommendation that an agent can make. Agreed. The reason for that is when an agent encourages someone to waive an inspection, They, whether they like it or not, or acknowledge it or not, in the mind of the customer, they own the condition issues. Because the only document that speaks to the condition of the home was provided by and conveyed by the agent. So the listing agent gives the seller a disclosure form. They fill it out. Yes. Yes. Then the listing agent gives that to the buying agent. And then the buying agent goes, oh, good, a perfect house. And they convey that to the buyer. Both of those agents are now in the mind of the customer responsible for condition. Mm-hmm. It's foolish. Now let's go to waive the inspection. Encourage is probably the dumbest thing I see happening anywhere in the country in real estate. Yep. But it does happen and that's okay. How do we combat waiving the inspection? Just the opposite problem. We've facilitated the inspection as the seller We've taken all those disclosure issues and caused them to live in a liability sense with a home inspector. We've comforted the buyer and relieved the seller and both agents of any responsibility. Agreed. Yep. Why? It's easy. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why, as an agent, take that responsibility when you can, when you know for a fact all you have to do is get an inspection and the liability goes back on us, which is what we're there for. That's it. And the honest truth, most agents are in denial. That's not true. We're not responsible. My contract says I wasn't responsible. Yeah. Well, there's two kinds of responsibility. The kind of responsibility that lands you in court (laughs) and your document might work there. Mm -hmm. And then there's the type of responsibility that is your referral base. When a customer has a bad experience, regardless of the cause, who do they blame? The agent. Right. So if you just, if you never got sued and you destroyed a future referral base, that's really expensive. Yeah. The data would say that every person you sell the home to last year knows two to 10 people who will buy or sell in the upcoming year. That's a really valuable referral place. Mm -hmm. By doing something so creative 
as facilitating and or funding the listing inspection, you'll get a way higher percentage of people referring you to way more people. Right. And in the end, it's the numbers game. <laughs> the numbers are in Benjamins. Right. Yep. Dollars. Dollars are good. And in going back to when you're under contract, it turns out as another benefit, it turns out to be less stress for the actual seller, for the owner, because they're already prepared ahead of time. And they're like you said before, we're we're only going to go to this price because we're already prepared for all the stuff that was called out in the inspection. Right. So we know. So that's why we're not going to go down to whatever you said. Seller and the listing agent in control of the negotiation. Mm -hmm. Right. If a person reads the report and says, I don't even want to make an offer. That's okay. Let the next person make an offer. Yeah, that's perfect. The last thing an agent wants to do is have somebody make an offer and the deal die later on because of some due diligence that wasn't done up front. That's not good. Mm -hmm. What do you think, if any, is a con to having a pre-listing inspection? I don't know one. <laughs> um, the one I was thinking about is if there is some type of material fact that has to be disclosed in, in the contract. That could... now, how, how is honest due diligence a con? Okay. Con like con artist. Yeah, right? sure. Oh, don't say that. Somebody might not buy the house. That's not true. Yeah, you're preparing, you're preparing them ahead of time. Yeah, and a person yeah. that's crazy... It says, oh, I, I, I don't want to buy a house with white paneling. Well, then don't. Right. Right. Exactly. We, we would rather not have a contract than waste the time, waste the energy, waste the emotion on a contract that didn't close because the buyer got uncomfortable with some disclosure issue. Disclose mm. up front. It's a better way to do business. Everybody wins. There you go. Yeah. Um, so what happens after they sell the house and then the buyer is like, Hey, you said this and they end up being a difficult client. How do you, how do you deal with that confrontation? You mean after closing? Yep. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. I can tell you from our own company, because we are very, very involved with residential warranty services, every single home we inspect comes with over $100,000 and after inspection warranty protection underwritten by residential warranty services at no additional cost to the buyer, the seller, or anybody else. Mm -hmm. Then if they choose, they can lay the 18-month warranty on top of that. So when you're totally customer-focused, these things are really simple. They're very, very simple. We solve problems. Mm -hmm. And I'd just like to caveat that we also abide by the same rules and standards and warranties, just so uh, anybody in our neighborhood is aware as well. Run from those who don't. Yeah, you're, 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 you're cutting yourself off at the legs if, if your home inspector it's, it's doesn't. It's preposterous. Mm -hmm. You know what? I ask agents all the time. I, I mentioned to you, I'm a GRI instructor. I'm on the staff mm -hmm. of Florida Realtors. I've taught thousands and thousands of agents you know, around the state of Florida and mm -hmm. elsewhere, but predominantly Florida. Yeah. The, you know, bad news doesn't get better with time. And, and, all inspectors will say they stand behind their work. And, and it's a great lesson or a great, a great question for agents to ask their favorite home inspectors. Mm -hmm. You know, they got their three. Say, do you stand behind your work? I say, I absolutely stand by my work. I say, well, tell me how. Well, what it distills down to 
is if a customer is unhappy, we'll give them the feedback. I'm like, unhappy? Well, what if it's a dishwasher? Let's make believe the dishwasher was working the day of the inspection and a month or two months or three months after they move in, it stops working. Will you stand behind your work and, and help get that repaired or replaced? The typical inspector says, oh no, that's not my job. Yeah. Well, how does that help the customer? So our position, and I know your position is, John, with your company, we want to be that first line of defense for the customer of all things. Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to give them the information, the disclosure they need in the purchase decision and, and support the agent through all of that. Then after the transaction, we want to be there. In the case of the roof, you know this, John, for the next five years, we're right. warranting against leaks on the roof. Underground sewer lines, we're warranting that. The structure, we're warranting for a year, all included in the price of the inspection. Mm -hmm. If you find better, take it. Right. But to save 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever it is somebody thinks they're saving by having cheap Charlie, who doesn't have errors and emissions insurance, doesn't have warranty products available, they don't stand behind their work. Agents should be held accountable to that. Very few know that and do that level of due diligence on the inspectors they refer. So, I mean, I agree with you, but why should agents be held liable for a poor inspector? If they've referred them. That's the trust that they're referring. Well, here, here's the bogus thing that happens in real estate all over the country. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give three names. I say, why do you want to give three names? I say, yeah. because I don't want to be liable if the inspector performs poorly. Well, the very fact that you give three, that, does that mean they're all the same? Does it mean it's one more? It just means I don't want to be responsible. I've never had the conversation with an agent. I said, do you express that same way to your customer? <laughs> no, no, I don't tell them I don't. Be, okay. Well, isn't the real duty of the agent to get them and surround them with the very best team they can and the very best protections. Mm -hmm. Here's something that doesn't make agents happy. If the agent doesn't want to be responsible to the customer, if they don't want to be accountable to the customer, if they don't want to guide the customer to the very best decisions as though it was their, their, their sibling, their child, their favorite aunt or uncle, <laughs> why not just go to Zillow and make it a lot easier? Right. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Right. So how do you, I mean, so I'm, the, I'm being the customer. I'm saying to the agent, tell me how you protect me better than Zillow. And they'll say goofy things like I know the neighborhood. I'll say, mm -hmm. I know the neighborhood too. That's why I chose it. I want to live in that neighborhood. Well, mm -hmm. For you, when was the last time a home sold at the listing price? It's always above or below. Just yep. depends what goofiness is in the market. Mm -hmm. What the customer wants to know is I can count on you to protect me and lower, lower my fears by lowering my risk. And one of the ways to do that is by assuring that home inspector is backed by residential warranty services with $100,000 in after inspection warranty protection included in the price. Absolutely, yep. Great agents understand that. Yep, and they don't need to find the uh, search around scavenge around for the cheapest person on there just because you're trying to save that's that's the thing that here's a question for you uh oh <laughs> why why do agents try to find the cheapest person around because they think they're benefiting the client for saving them money when their commission is like 
20 times as much of an inspection regardless. <laughs> so here's my analogy on that, John. <laughs> Most successful agents are ladies. <laughs> I want the real estate agent to think of themselves as the little black dress. Okay. It's not whether you have a $50 little black dress or a $5,000 little black dress that determines how well you present. It's all about the accessories. What's on the ears? What, what's on the wrist? What's, what, what, what's the handbag? What's the shoes? It's the accessories. In the real estate transaction, the agent is the little black dress. And the accessories are the inspector and the lender and the other people we need to bring in there to make them look and perform great. When, when you put $2 pawn shop junky earrings on, no matter what the dress looks like, it doesn't play out. The idea that a great agent is, is gonna brag about their performance and they're all this in a bag of nuts and surround themselves with a bunch of cheap Charlie chumps is silly. It's a great answer. Great answer. I think I have two more questions for you. Actually, recommendations. If there's a book or something that you recommend for either a new agent or a new inspector, what, what do you think they should read? I'm a monstrous Gary Keller fan and to all the Keller Williams agents. Thank you very much. And to all the non-Keller, get over it and read Gary Keller and his co-author was Jay Papasan, yep. The One Thing. Yep. Great book. Great book. Fabulous book on time management. Fabulous book on goal setting. And it doesn't mention the word real estate in the book once. Do yourself a favor. Read the one thing. Nice. Yeah. I read, I read that book. It's been a while. I need to read it again. It is, it is a good book. Um, do you have any quotes or anything from that book or just a favorite quote of yours that you could uh, leave us with? Yes. I'll leave you with a favorite quote that I wrote. You ready? I'm ready. If you're not having fun doing your thing, you're doing the wrong thing or your thing wrong. Real estate should be fun. Home inspecting should be fun. Being a mortgage person should be fun. If you're miserable in your work, specifically in real estate, you're either doing something wrong or it's time for a change. That's great. That's a great piece of advice. Hey, how can people find you? Easy to find all the time online. <laughs> the company website is gohomepro.com. Uh, LinkedIn, Wally Conway is a, an easy place to find me. And if you want to spend time together, go to wallyconway.com, block out 15 minutes, uh, be happy to Zoom and have a conversation with anyone about anything. Meet new people, get new ideas. Love it. That's great. Thank you for your time, Wally, and hope to talk to you again soon. Appreciate you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks.